Hey, this is Dave Fryer. Welcome to Agile 2019. And here in the Leading Agile booth, Jesse Stern and Jason and I are going to try to get Leading Agile kicked off of Facebook in the next 10 minutes. Yeah. And make lots of sound effects. <laughs> yeah. Um, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> that was a gun. Okay. So let's be serious now. Okay. Your talk tomorrow at mm-hmm. 345 is called Assessing the Obstacles to Agility Through Unlearning. Yes. Which surprised me because I knew you as the improv lady. I know. I'm changing it up. Yeah, you're mixing it up. So what are you doing? I'm changing. You forgot how to do improv? <laughs> I did. I was like, whoa. Yes, and? Yes, and I have amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> so how does this, how do the two things tie together? Well, so... Uh, it's a long story, but I'll shorten it just for you. Because we only have 10 minutes. I know. So this here. is what happens. Clock's ticking. Okay. Tick tock. Yeah. Um, so on learning, the idea happened when I went into a lot of different organizations okay. and I was watching um, paralysis happen, basically. Um, people were doing digital transformations, agile transformations, and I was seeing a lot of frustration because... Um, I felt like there was this piece being ignored that going from one thing to the next. And right. instead of um, watching that step in between, and to me, that step was unlearning. Okay. So when you're making that transformation, you can't ignore the fact that people have been doing something right. a different and way. a lot of cognitive noise that exactly. comes along with switching gears like that. Exactly. Like changing religions. Exactly. You know, people change religions all the time, but sometimes their old religion creeps back in, right? And they've been rewarded for their old religion, and right? all the Irish Catholic stuff in my yeah. head is just screaming yeah. at me so right you're, now. Exactly. That little, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away you're ever. You're born flawed. That's right. Okay. So... Hence, unlearning, right? Okay. Yeah, so that's where it came from. So the idea was instead of ignoring it and just putting in this transformation, just ignoring the fact that people have been doing something a different way for so long, let's address it instead and say, let's have empathy for what it's like to unlearn, which is extremely hard, and address that mental model that they've been rewarded for. Um, for a long time and say, well, what can we do to help you let go of that mental model and learn something new and shift? So what got you here won't get you there. And so um, what I've been talking about is what can we do to help you do that? So how do you go about I mean, because it's really for me, it took eight years and I'm still not done. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. And so it's a practice. And because I like to do things that are experiential, as you know, using improv, I like to use visual thinking, design thinking, everything that's learning through an experience. Um, I've been creating a lot of techniques um, using improv as one of them. So experience-based learning and doing it over time, small little practice frameworks that you can do to sort of create things that will help you start to Coax learn something exactly and create space for the other exactly thing. and start to shift that mental model and shift the thinking and the learning over time from the old thing to something new so it's okay. not about learning it overnight it's about slowly learning it it's okay. not going to happen so what's tomorrow an, can you give an example of, it, of one of the practices yeah so the first thing i like to do is um just first learn about empathy so i'll take leaders and i'll say hey 
let's let's do this thing where we um, we draw numbers in space um, together from one to ten. So I'm like, hey, okay, let's draw numbers. So let's draw numbers in the air. For, in I'll space. do this with you. Yeah. So okay. okay. So um, if you live improv, if you if you can follow my finger from one to ten. So here we go. Extra difficulty. Okay. So from one to ten, just okay. follow my finger. One. Follow me. No, I went ahead of uh-huh. you. Okay. What? The, that's uh, backwards. Uh-huh. You just did the five backwards. You're doing uh-huh. the six backwards. Uh-huh. <laughs> now you went the other way. This is like the thing about the guy riding the bike. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm lost there. Yep. High okay. fives. <laughs> so it's hard, yeah. right? And so I tell people if it's hard to uh, draw four backwards, then imagine how hard it is to do an entire organizational transformation. Yeah. And so have some empathy for people who um, can't do an agile transformation overnight. You should overnight. probably threaten to fire them if they do the four well, wrong. Well, usually I do. I, I'm like, if you're doing <laughs> a fancy four people, yeah. you're gone. Yeah. yeah. So that's the first thing I do is just to show them like, um, it's it's hard. Just even mentally doing a four and a seven backwards is hard for yeah. people because they've been doing something different their whole for so life. Long. Right. Yeah, and just to get people in that mental space, and then slowly design exercises and frameworks to help them shift little things and processes over time. So is it? I mean, with with what you just did, that was showing the challenge of doing yes. it. But are you actually also incorporating exercises to show why like traditional planning doesn't work? Yeah, so oh, okay. so then then it's doing exercises to show them how to start shifting things. So okay. I might take an exercise like um let's think about first of all maybe a restaurant and think about all the attributes of a restaurant. So I'll take something non-real world so we don't go into like a black hole of arguing right. about something and we'll think about what are all those attributes. So a restaurant has chairs, a restaurant has servers. Vodka. Re- yes, a restaurant has vodka. <laughs> Um, so what are all those things? And we name all those things and we might list them all okay. out. And then I would have you say, well, what? let's take one of those things away. So if a restaurant didn't have vodka. I'm not going. Yeah. So we know you wouldn't show up. <laughs> um, but what would that restaurant, God forbid, look like if it didn't have vodka? And then start to think about a world where we took away one, just one attribute and shifted our way of thinking okay. um, and start to create that thing. So we then do that with a process. So we look at our product oh, wow. or our okay. process, take away just one, really unlearn cool. just one thing and start to rethink about it and shift. And so we'll do that by looking at you know, okay. something that we're doing from a day-to-day basis that we're maybe not questioning because it's working well yeah. and, and do it like that. So it's just very small things. Okay. So I have, there's a question I've been kind of going after for a long time, which is, can an organization have a, a whip limit to change? Have a? Whip limit for change. Mm. Now, can you, is, have you tried to put people through this and found that if you go too quick... Everybody falls off the back of it. Yeah. So I think you have to go. The trick is you have to go slowly. Okay. I think um, when you go too fast, I think it's paralyzing yeah. to people. And it it just it's too much too soon. And right. people just tend to just go right back to what they know. Okay. Or they leave. <laughs> they're like, like, they're like I'm, I'm out of here. Done. What did you? You don't have yeah. vodka at this restaurant? <laughs> Screw you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're my fave. Um, yeah, so it just doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. so, 
what's I mean, where does the resistance come in? I'm imagining this is kind of an unusual thing. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I love the stuff you. I I have issues, challenges with improv, mm-hmm. but in a traditional corporate organization, where are the resistors to this, and how do you deal with them? So I think you know, I think typically resistors are to change in general, right, and to learning in a different way. So I think it's about doing it slowly and showing people that. Um, A, maybe it's not as scary as they thought it was going to be. So doing it in a way that's delicate. And create some kind of safety. Exactly. So okay. creating that safety and trust, um, not doing it in a way that's overwhelming where you're like pointing fingers or throwing somebody like where you're doing the improv yes, wrong. Exactly. <laughs> um, embarrassing people, okay. um, making one person up in the front of the room and then everybody else is watching. So doing things that are simultaneously making Making sure that the risk is lower, the risk is really low, okay. that it heavily relates to their working world. Okay, um, that um, you're using multiple ways of learning, so it's not just improv. That it's design thinking, visual thinking. Yeah. That there are frameworks that they can use on a leadership so level. So you're, you're attacking their way of working from yes. multiple fronts yes. to completely destroy the foundation. Of it. Y- yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and, in, and in a very safe way. In a very safe and comfortable way. <laughs> do you do you have like leadership and the teams do this together? Is that an important part of it? Yeah. So I think the first thing is you want to start with leadership because if okay. they're not on board, then it's just not going to work. Okay. Uh, if they are questioning things and they're unsure of it, then I think then that's going to trickle to everybody else yeah. and they're going to be like, well, if they are not in for the long haul, then why should we be? Yeah. And so it's just, it I'm just, just I'm picturing work. that episode of the British version of the office with David Brent and the improv. Guy. Yeah. And like him like taking yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. That would, yeah. That would be bad. Yeah. It would be bad improv. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and they get fired. <laughs> yes, exactly. Everybody's <laughs> fired. Yeah. Okay. So, so when you're going through this, I mean, it must create like a, a massive sense of satisfaction for you to be able mm-hmm. to help people do this. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the thing about helping people with this way that keeps you so inspired about it? Because you must, I'm, I'm, maybe not, I'm assuming there are many times when you're watching this stuff happen and this part of it's like, mm-hmm. not that you would admit it, but maybe on the inside. I, for me, I like, I like watching people shift over long periods of time. I okay. like seeing the narrative um the journey i like seeing the things that come out of the work so i don't i don't get as much out of the one-off thing as i do like seeing them grow yeah Yeah. i like seeing the learning and that happens or the unlearning happens over a long period of time and that's why i say it's a practice right so um it's designed to um happen in small spurts over time and because of that I get to know the people that I work with okay um, on a deeper level and that's, that adds to the sense of safety and yeah stuff like and it's also super satisfying to me because I I like to you get help to them change their lives yeah and I like to get to know people on a deeper level it's just okay. a really really nice thing cool alright if people want to find out more about the work that you're doing if they're not here and they're not coming to your session tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon 345 mm-hmm. what's the best way for them to reach you about this the best way to reach me, I would say, is improveffect.com, okay. or they can reach me on Twitter at the Improv Effect. Cool. Yeah. And if you enjoyed this interview, you should watch the other ones we've done because they're very funny as well. 
Yeah, you should. And before we close, uh -huh. machine gun noise. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Best machine gun ever. Not. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're not supposed to. I'm the one that's supposed to do that. Uh, Shoot down the improv. <laughs> Terrible. You're bad improv. I am the worst. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. It was great talking to you. <laughs>